0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. By the poet John Wellwood, that um, speaks to something of what the experience of just being can offer. He writes, Forget about enlightenment. Sit down wherever you are and listen to the wind singing in your veins. Feel the love, the longing, and the fear in your bones. Open your heart to who you are right now. Not who you would like to be. Not the saint you're striving to become. But the being right here before you, inside you, around you. All of you is holy. You'll you're already more and less than whatever you can know. Breathe out, touch in, let go. So I love this poet's encouragement to open ourselves to how we are rather than how we would like to be. So it's an invitation to freely live the life we are experiencing right here and now inside our body, inside this body, instead of waiting for some other life you've been expecting or wanting to have. Um, When we've been conditioned to learn everything by doing in this world, having our meditation time become a space um, in which we can just experience being is a kindness that can illuminate what's going on with us. So, I I like to imagine the Buddha sitting under the Bodhi tree um, and where he finally came to complete freedom from suffering. And it's easy to imagine that he wasn't, you know, doing a lot of techniques. He was simply being with what came up as it arose and passed. So we're each, in that way, the Buddha of our own experience. We're being with what comes up and what passes and learning from that. So um, there's one of the suttas that got recorded um, from the Buddha's teaching. is a really pivotal sutta that I love called the Satipatthana Sutta. And he says right up front, this is the direct path for the surmounting of sorrow and lamentation. For the disappearance of pain and grief for the realization of nibbana, meaning liberation from suffering. And what he talks about is, you know, if you want to achieve liberation from suffering, you abide contemplating feelings as feelings. Fully aware, mindful. You abide contemplating mind in mind. You You abide contemplating mind objects what I love about this word abiding is that it brings up a sense of just hanging out with things just being with them living with them there's a kind of patience when you think about abiding with something and um, that I find very helpful instead of being in a rush to do we can just be with things So the other thing it points to is that the only time and place that freedom from suffering will happen is in a now moment, just like this moment. So suffering, um, if we're present for when it's happening, we can come to some awareness. And we'll be present, hopefully, for that moment of freedom. If we're not present, we won't be free. So um, being, it's discovered by being with what's coming up, not doing something Um, So, you know, people who've recovered from drug or alcohol addiction will often say that they had to learn to be with one minute at a time, minute after minute after minute. Um, If craving came up, they had to be with the craving instead of doing something about it. And often what they found was that the craving would always pass. It would always go. But it's very much a practice of being, instead of doing, to recover from addiction. So Pema Chodron writes um, in an essay entitled, Learning to Stay, from her book, The Places That Scare You, sitting meditation cultivates loving-kindness and compassion. It gives us a way to move closer to our thoughts and emotions and to get in touch with our bodies. It's a method of cultivating unconditional friendliness towards ourselves and for parting the curtain of indifference that distances us from the suffering of other others. It's our vehicle for learning to be a truly loving person. Gradually through meditation, we begin to notice that there are gaps in our internal dialogue. In the midst of continually talking to ourselves, we experience a pause as if awakening from a dream. We recognize our capacity to relax with the clarity, the space, the open-ended awareness that already exists in our minds. We experience moments of being right here that feel simple, direct, and uncluttered. By simply staying here, we relax more and more into the open dimension of our being. It feels like stepping out of a fantasy and relaxing with the truth. So I experienced a minor example of this in working with the kids. We were doing a game to introduce the kids to generosity. And in the game, you know, you you pretend to pass something or you pass something to the person next to you using your hands. And um, so we were passing different things. And some of the kids would pass wishes for good experiences to the other kid, like, may you enjoy a lot of chocolate cake. If I had some chocolate cake, I'd give you some of mine. Or, um, you know, may you uh, do well with your math homework. But then we came to one girl who said uh, to the boy next to her, I'm giving my dirty sweat socks. And so I, you know, paused the game so we could find out more about why she was giving her dirty sweat socks, and she explained that she was thinking about giving them to someone at school who was her enemy. I'm like, oh, hold the phone. Enemy? Okay. Um, pausing to find out what, why someone was her enemy, and she started talking about being bullied and how she then thought of that person as an enemy. So This took me out of the fantasy that all kids right then and there could be, you know, could immediately summon generosity and instead stepping into being with what was happening with these kids, that they had enemies, you know, and they they needed to find a way to discuss bullying, be with bullying, learn about that. So if I had been too caught up in doing the game or just trying to, you know, if I treated the comment as a disruption... Um, we would have missed an opportunity for all of us to explore that together. So maybe you've experienced the need for a partner or a friend to just listen to you. Maybe something's happened to you, and you just want to talk about it. You're really not expecting them to do something. And if they jump in with advice, you're kind of like, I really wasn't hoping for advice. I just wanted them to hear what this was like for me. Um, Those... Uh, members of this sangha who are chaplains or who have worked with being with people who are dying or being with people who've recovered or are recovering from grief, know that it's really being with the person that's most important. It's not what you do or say. They're not, people really are the most helped by our just being with them. I remember just being with my dad as he died or my mom as she was passing clearly leaving this world and that being with was all that was expected and it was a gift to both of, I, I it certainly was to me, I can't speak for them but hopefully, I, I hope that it was a gift just to be with them in that passage so um, this practice of deconditioning our reactive doing can ready us to, to participate more kindly and compassionately in the world around us. So by being and clearly noticing what's going on, we're offering a responsiveness to people around us. So I've heard a lot of people asking lately, how can we talk to one another in this country right now, given all the divisiveness that's going on? And it seems to me that this practice of being is a key to this. You know, if we can be with what other people are saying and the strong emotions that are often beneath what they're saying, um, we can practice open listening that gets beyond the thicket of opinions and gets down to what might really be happening for someone else. Um, And... That being with might be the key to uh, coming together instead of having to defend, you know, our opinion, their opinion. So um, <clears throat> Pema Chodron writes, "Meditation takes us just as we are, with our confusion and our sanity. This complete acceptance of ourselves as we are is called maitri. That's a, a Indian word." A simple, direct relationship with our being. Trying to fix ourselves is not helpful. It implies struggle and self-denigration. Here we could expand on what she's saying that the same process applies to trying to fix others. It implies struggle and some kind of denigration or one up, one down of the other person. So she asks, does Trying to change mean we have to remain angry and addicted until, excuse me, does not trying to change, does being, mean we have to remain angry and addicted until the day we die? This is a reasonable question. Trying to change ourselves doesn't work in the long run because we're resisting our own energy. Self-improvement can have temporary results, but lasting transformation occurs only when we honor ourselves as the source of wisdom and compassion. So being, being with ourselves and others. We are, as the 8th century Buddhist master Shantideva pointed out, very much like a blind person who finds a jewel buried in a heap of garbage. It's right here in our smelliest of stuff that we discover the awakened heart of basic clarity and goodness, the completely open mind. So it's only when we begin to relax with ourselves as we are that meditation becomes a transformative process. When we relate to ourselves without moralizing, without harshness, without deception, we finally let go of harmful patterns. So we can easily make the leap here that when we can relate to ourselves, it's the foundation for relating to others with how things are without moralizing without harshness without deception and we can participate in a transformative process so we can the way we come about this is by the simple practice of being with whatever arises and whatever passes into our experience so i'm going to uh, close by rereading that poem forget about enlightenment Sit down wherever you are and listen to the wind singing in your veins. Feel the love, the longing, and the fear in your bones. Open your heart to who you are right now, not who you would like to be, not the saint you're trying to become, but the being right here before you, inside you, around you. All of you is holy. You're already more and less than whatever you can know. Breathe in excuse me, breathe out, touch in, let go. So may we allow ourselves the freedom of simply being with what is. Thank you.